episode 191 stash house podcast your boy tyler checking in first time listeners thank y'all for tuning in you tune in weekly salute and just episodes so some topics you may want to hear about salute to you as well like share subscribe retweet whatever you do to help support the podcast i greatly greatly appreciate it all streaming platforms apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify anchor app youtube as you guys subscribe leave comments leave reviews thank y'all for tuning in this week not much important things for me to talk about unless you're keeping up with my football teams, man. College football to be exact. Ohio State, we took the loss this past weekend against Michigan, 45-23. to 23. 45-23. I got to congratulate Michigan. I got to congratulate Jim Harbaugh. Second straight year, they took the victory over my Buckeyes. Last year, they was at home in Michigan. This year, they was in the horseshoe at Ohio State, so... Overall, I do want to start with congratulate uh, the Michigan Wolverines. They did things right on both ends of the ball, and they just they exposed us. You know what I'm saying? No other way for me to put it. They exposed us. And this episode, I'm going to get into all that. So no music this week. Just going to talk about my Buckeyes and the unfortunate situation we had <laughs> this past weekend against Michigan. Now, to start, like I said, I got to congratulate Michigan. They did their thing. Going into the game, they start running back. He was hurt, so he was very limited, but, I mean, they picked up the pieces. You know what I'm saying? The old phrase in sports, you know what I'm saying? Next man up. And that's how they play in terms of running the football. Their quarterback, McCarthy, had an amazing game. 12 for 24, 263 yards, three touchdowns. And I feel like all three of his touchdowns was, like, over 35 yards. You know what I'm saying? I think he had one for, like, 75, one for 65. I think another one for, like, 45 just exposing our secondary. And I always said for Ohio State, before this year started, I said I wanted a nasty Ohio State defense. And for the most part, we got that. Our front seven is spectacular. But I always said our corners and our safeties, you can get a big playoff against our secondary any given year. So I'm not surprised by that. They running game was spectacular. Like I said, they start running back Corum. He was hurt, so he was very limited. He only had two carries for six yards. But like I said, next man up. They had Donovan Edwards go for 22 carries, 216 yards, and two touchdowns. I mean, Michigan was doing what they're supposed to do. Wide receiver, he just went crazy. Johnson, four, ca- four catches, 160 yards, two touchdowns. They was doing everything right. You know what I'm saying? They was doing everything right. So I got to salute Michigan before I start with Ohio State because they won the game. You know, they had the argument, well, did this team win the game or did this team lose the game? In my opinion, Michigan won this game. Because Ohio State always do what Ohio State do. Slow starts. Uh, no first half. Like, first half, when they score two, three touchdowns, I'd be surprised as a fan. And that's my team. So, we look good in the first half. I'm looking like, whoa, this is a team I'm not used to seeing in Ohio State. So, Ohio State, they're always a second-half team, and Michigan just exposed them. Now, let's get to Ohio State. A lot for me to break down with Ohio State. What I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about the game. I'm going to talk about our head coach, Ryan Day, because I do feel like he's on the hot seat, in my opinion, but not to the point of, you know what I'm saying, he can get fired. I see a lot of people calling for Ryan Day to be fired. I'm not going to say fire him, but I said at the beginning of this season, I'm, this is my season to see what he's really about, because even Harbaugh said it, he inherited a great team from Urban Meyer. Now you get your recruits in and your scouters in, 
Now let's see how you can do it. And we've seen the past two years, he ain't been able to get the job done against Michigan. And, you know what I'm saying, even in the playoffs. So I'm going to talk about Ryan Day a little bit more. And I'm going to talk about our playoff hopes because I do feel like we still got a chance to get into the playoffs, but we're going to need some help. So let's get into it. Ohio State, where to start first? Uh, let's start with what I was saying earlier this week, at least at work I was saying earlier this week. I need to start, you know what I'm saying, actually posting my thoughts on social media. I don't know why I just – I hold it for the podcast because, shit, it's a podcast, but it's some things I want to talk about before, you know, recording and so my thoughts can be seen before I just come on the podcast and got to give a full recap and all that. But my thing going into this game for Ohio State was our running back situation. Henderson was out. Okay, Henderson was out, who's our top running back. Mayan Williams, who I've loved for the past couple years, he was starting. But Mayan Williams, if you watch the game, he has – one, he has trouble keeping his balance. (laughs) Let's start there. Like, bro, if you just tap bro on the thigh, he can just trip and fall. So that's one thing. He doesn't really see the holes in the defense and the holes that his offensive lineman set for him to go through and get some yards. He doesn't really see that very well. So – that was a thing going for me. But what I was saying with the running back situation, and we kind of – we did this on the first drive. I said, yo, we need a spark in our offense. Like a couple years ago when we had uh, uh, Sermon, I think Trey Sermon. He was our running back. He was the transfer from Oklahoma. We went to the national championship. Like the last three, four games of the – I think the last three games of the season, I want to say it was Michigan. It was the game before Michigan. It was the Michigan game. And I believe it was – no – it was the Michigan game, and I feel like the conference championship and then our first playoff game, Trey Sermon just came out of nowhere and just was a spark for our offense that we needed. And we did that the first drive with the running back chip. I can't pronounce his last name, but our running back chip, he had 14 yards, 83, uh, 14 carries, 83 yards, but no touchdowns. But that first drive, the offense was moving slow, but we was gaining yards. And he was a key factor in that. And, like, for the next three, four drives, we didn't even see him on the field. So, that goes to Ryan Day. Yo, you don't know everything, man. You see clearly the first drive, Michigan deferred. We got the ball first. We drove up the field and scored. And I believe the running back chip played a tremendous part in that first touchdown that we got. So, that first touchdown, I'm like, yo, okay, this is a balanced offense. We got a running game. We got a running back who we haven't started before all year. He's a spark that we need, similar to Trey Sermon a couple years ago. He's the spark that we need, and we just went away from him after the first drive. And by the time we went back to him, we were playing catch-up. We was playing catch-up, but our defense, once again, our defense giving up points. So that means the offense got to respond quickly. Like if the defense going out, we hold in Michigan, but then we get a pass interference call, a face mask, or a holding uh, unnecessary roughness after the play. We getting stupid calls on defense, so the offense got to respond very, very quickly. And I don't know why we went away from uh, Chip when he was at running back. We were going back to Mayan Williams. Uh, Hayden only had two carries. So that was the thing at the beginning of the game where I was like, dang, we had an incredible first drive. Then after that, we just went away from what worked, that first drive, and just started – doing every little thing, you know what I'm saying? So our running back situation, I think, definitely played a part in the uh, loss over the past week – in the loss this past weekend. C.J. Stroud, man, I love him, but I've been saying from the past couple weeks, everybody like, yo, C.J. Stroud, Heisman contender, whoop-de-whoop. 
And I'm on the I'm on the side of I get it, you know, he the quarterback, he's the one making the throws and all that. But I'd rather put Marvin Harrison Jr. in there before I do CJ Stroud. That's just my personal opinion. I get it, he's the quarterback, but man, if you see these plays Marvin Harrison Jr. been making all season with Smith and Jitma being hurt all year, Marvin Harrison Jr. needs to be in that conversation before CJ Stroud, in my humble opinion. But that just me. This past weekend, CJ Stroud, 31 for 48. 349 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. He looked out of whack, in my opinion. Like I said, when you're playing, when you playing comeback, basically because your defense just giving up uh, bomb plays and 30 plus yard touchdown drives all game. I mean, it's hard for CJ Stroud to really respond to that. Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. seven catches, 120 yards, one touchdown. Ibuka nine catches, 125 yards, a touchdown. I feel like we didn't go to Marvin Harrison Jr. enough in this game. I feel like he should have been a staple. Like, yeah, we know he getting double-teamed, but at the same time, he's him. You know what I'm saying? He's him in that aspect. But all in all, what I think this goes down to, I think we we went away from what worked that first drive. I feel like that could have worked, and our defense, our secondary just got exposed. I feel like that would have all came down to we had some bad penalty calls, some uh, pass interference call that was kind of questionable. In my opinion, but I mean, you can't you can't uh, turn your head to the fact that they was making plays after. I mean, they're making penalties out uh, after the plays where they gave Michigan automatic first down. I mean, you can't you can't do that. You can't do that and expect to win. You know what I'm saying? But Michigan definitely showed up. They put up 45 on us. They disrespected us. They put the flag in the middle of our field. So that would leads me now to Ryan Day. Ryan Day, uh, this is unnecessary, man. Ryan Day might be, in a way, Ryan Day might be the James Harden of college football. And when I say that, y'all know what I mean. When I say James Harden, he's a great player, regular season, but when it's time to win, he just folds under the pressure. And Ryan Day, for the past two years, he's been doing that against Michigan, and that's unacceptable. Coming off ten straight wins against Michigan, now you lose two straight, one away and one at home, this unacceptable, man. So, Ryan Day, I, I can see why people calling for his job, but I'm going to say give him one more year. I'm going to say give him one more year. I, I, I'll I say give him one more year. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, we still can make the playoffs, but I'm going to say give him one more year, man. You got to beat Michigan. You got to beat Michigan. You can't lose two straight. I'm sorry. That just It is what it is on that part. His play calling, once again, I feel like on offense, he just thinks – I think he – he knows he he's in his head too much when it comes to play calling. Cause I saw at the beginning of the game, they're like, yeah, he's calling the plays. And I'm like, uh, I see how this is about to go. It's not about to be the steady pace offense. And like I said, after the first drive, we just went away from what worked. And that's uh Ryan Day's calling card. That's been his calling card since he's been the coach. You'll see what worked, but he'll like, well, let's try this and let's try this, and then let's go back to what worked. <clears throat> you can't do that and expect to win. And like I said, when your defense giving up 30-yard touchdowns in any given drive. You just can't do that. <clears throat> you can't do that and expect to win. So, Ryan Day, I'm going to give him one more year, but he got to show me something. If we make it to the playoffs, he got to show me something. And next year, he's definitely like, okay, this is your this is your year. You got to beat Michigan, and you got to go undefeated, then beat Michigan. You can't lose before Michigan. So, that's one thing automatically. It's not like it's a uh, – Foreconn conclusion that we're going to be undefeated again next year and face Michigan. We got to beat the game. We got to win the games we need to win. Then we face Michigan, we got to win. So, Ryan Day, yeah, next year, 
I'm going to talk about it more. But, yeah, Ryan Day, you got to step it up, man. You can't lose too straight to Michigan. And in terms of our playoff hopes, man, we still in it. We need help, though. We need help. Don't I'm not saying, yo, we was a foregone conclusion of Ohio State, whether what happens that we're going to be in the uh, playoff. I'm not saying that at all. Please do not think that's what I'm saying. So as of right now, I think the standings, I think I'm recording this before they released the football, uh, college football playoff standings. At the moment, I think Georgia will stay number one. Michigan will go to number two. TCU will be number three. And I think Ohio State may be still number four or USC will be number four. Now, the way I say we can sneak in the playoffs, win or lose, Georgia and Michigan still will be in the college football playoffs, in my opinion. Whether they win their conference championship or they lose their conference championship, I think Georgia and Michigan are safe. USC has to win out and TCU has to win out. If TCU win out, they're still going to be top four, in my opinion. Now, if they lose, it could be tricky. But I think Ohio State, one loss to a possible still undefeated number two Michigan will outweigh that. Do I agree with it? Uh, Because, you know, at the same time, I always say, sometimes it matters who you lose to, and other times it matters when you lose. In this situation, I think it will be who you lose to rather than when you lose. So, if, if TCU lose, I think they'll be out, and I think Ohio State would be in. USC, if they went out, I think USC would be in. So, technically, for Ohio State, we we wishing on a TCU loss or a USC loss. You know what I'm saying? I think we'll be in in that situation. But at the same time, I'm one of those fans. Yo, the way we looked this past Saturday, I don't even know if I want to be in the college football playoffs. You know what I'm saying? It's just one of those situations like, yeah, we lost. But yeah, we can still get in, but – do you really want to get in after you got embarrassed like that? You know what I'm saying? Of course you want to redeem yourself. Like, if we can get in and have a rematch against Michigan in the playoffs, I would love that and come out on top. I would love that, trust me. But just the way our team looked, the morale of our team right now, are those guys even in the mindset of, yo, let's get in this playoffs and show people what's up for real? You know what I'm saying? So it's a lot of questions that uh, that need to be answered even if we make the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? So – it's a lot of things left on the table, but yes, Ohio State is still in the running to be in the playoffs. Like I said, win or lose, Georgia and Michigan safe. TCU got to win out. And I do believe whether the rankings this week have USC at number four or USC at number five, I feel like either way, if USC win their conference championship, they should be in, in my opinion, over Ohio State. And like I said, if TCU win, they should be in over Ohio State as well, in my opinion. But overall, yeah, man, you got to take your win with the losses. Am I upset that we lost? Of course. Do I feel like we could have played better? Of course. But that's just the way the ball rolled, man. I'm a L.A. Lakers fan, too, so I know all about just how sports work and everything. Trust me. It's not built for the week, man. Trust me. It's a rivalry, you know what I'm saying, last week of the regular season for college football, Thanksgiving weekend, you know rivalry week, anything can happen. But, man, when your team just get embarrassed like that, once again, another team planted a flag at the Ohio State 50-yard line. Of course, Baker Mayfield did it years ago at Oklahoma. This past Saturday, I saw the clip. Michigan players did it. It's just like, damn, dog. Like, Ohio State, we need a head coach to really get these boys like, hey, man, y'all got to wake the hell up. And Ryan Day, I, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. It's like, when we beat Clemson that playoff a couple years ago, I was like, okay, this is the team I want to see. And then we lost to Alabama. Then last year we lost to Michigan the way we lost to Michigan. 
Saturday we lost to Michigan the way we lost to Michigan. It just a lot of questions for Ryan Day. You know what I'm saying? We'll see in terms of playoff hopes or bowl games, who's going to play, who's going to sit out. We'll see. But Ohio State, man, I was very disappointed. You know what I'm saying? The way we played Saturday. Uh, it's just one of those situations like, yo, you got to know what time it is, man, with these rivalry games. You know what I'm saying? So that's all I got this week. You know what I'm saying? Ohio State. That's all I can really talk about. Uh, get my thoughts because y'all know I'm an Ohio State fan. I'm going to well Ohio State. Shout out to Troy University, too, the school I actually went to and got a degree from. They're going to be in the Sun Belt Championship game. So shout out to Troy University as well. So. Yeah, man. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to the Georgia fans, Michigan. You know what I'm saying? The people that still undefeated. So you can't be mad at that. It was a game, though, man. It was a game. Very, very high pace, high intensity, number two versus number three. I enjoyed watching it. I just wish the result was a little bit different, though, man. But this has been episode 191, Stash House Podcast. Your boy Tyler checking in. Make sure you guys go out. Have a great work week, a great school week. Take care of yourself, man. Take care of your people. Make sure your people straight. Hope everybody had a great holiday weekend this past uh, this past weekend, the last week. Spend time with your people, with your family, your friends. Enjoyed yourselves, man. Got back home, went to sleep in your bed. All that good stuff, man. Stay hydrated. Keep me in your prayers. I do the same for y'all, man. Salute.